0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate
1: Show. Hello America, welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating fact from fiction. The issue of health care. It's still a government run health insurance plan. We will provide you with a choice. It's going to cost millions of Americans their jobs. jobs. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. (laughs) Uh, Susan's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Marcia from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy, just superlative.
0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Kerry Hall.
1: Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast-to-coast across the USA. Our producer, Mr. Scott Larson. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened-to talk shows throughout the United States. We're now on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and SoundCloud, along with 137 other affiliates across the USA. All because of you. Thank you for joining us. Well, today's show is going to be interesting because we've, We're we're making a show today, and the show we're doing today for all of you out there is about what's going to happen now that we have a new president-elect, that would be Donald Trump, what's going to happen to ACA, what's going to happen to Obamacare. I'm going to give you my insights on what I expect to see occur. I'm going to start out, though, by first explaining how we got to where we are today, what's going on with ACA uh, during the open enrollment period, what can we expect. Um, And then I'm going to look forward and tell you what I know, what I've heard from Washington. Some of the bills that I've seen that are the test bills that are going to be set up uh, to reform and repeal Obamacare. We'll talk about all of that. By the way, if you have questions today or we can help you with health insurance, you can call our toll-free number 877-385-2224. That's 877-385-2224. Operators are standing by. They will take your calls and we will get back to you after the broadcast. Or you can go to the website americashealthcareadvocate.com americashealthcareadvocate.com All our information is up there. If you need help with health insurance, go to the website. Send me an email. If you're an employer and you're looking to change your health insurance policy and you're looking at cost increases that have been very difficult for you in the last year, your renewal, whatever the case may be, there are a lot of alternatives out there. There are captive alternatives. There are partially self-funded models. Now there are level premium models. We can show you all that. We're happy to do that. And if you're an individual seeking health insurance during this open enrollment period, we're happy to help you with that. And if you're chronologically challenged like me um, and you're looking for a Medicare policy, we can help you with that as well. So feel free to give us a call at 877 385 All All right. So the election is over. Donald Trump is the president elect. And while some folks aren't happy about that, there are an awful lot of people that are. So it depends on which side of the fence you're on. We're not going to talk about politics today. We're going to talk about what's going to happen before I do that. I want to talk about how we got here. What's going on with ACA? Well, unfortunately, it's collapsing like a house of cards right now. We've seen premium increases in places like Arizona that are 116 percent. We've seen premium increases in Kansas that are 28 percent, Missouri that are 49 percent. And across the country, that story has been pretty much the same. The premium increases under ACA have been horrific. Why is that happening? What's the reason? What caused all of this to occur? Let me explain. When this was written, when it was designed, it was poorly designed to start with, a lot of thought did not go into what the consequences or unintended consequences were going to be of putting this plan in place and changing the whole world of health insurance for folks that bought it outside of their employer. In other words, this is focused on people who do not get their health insurance through their employer. So what we did was we got rid of pre-existing conditions. That was a good thing. We allowed children to stay on until age 26. That was a good thing. But here's what didn't work. What was supposed to happen here was all the millennials were supposed to to step in and they were all going to sign up for health insurance. And so all the young people on the plan were going to balance the plan so that when the claims came in, because older people were going to sign up, that they they would balance the plan. In other words, you would have more premium dollars coming in than you had claims going out. Well, Scott, that didn't happen, did it? What wound up happening was the young millennials didn't get the memo. No, they did not get the memo and they refused, actually. Thank you. They refused to to pay the premium. That's right. So they decided that it was smarter for them to go ahead and pay the penalty than it was to pay the premium, which is kind of hard to argue when you realize that the premiums were anywhere from $2,000 to $3,000 a year, and the penalty was $695. So... Who, 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 where does where does the blame if you will of the responsibility for that lie it lies with the people that wrote this bill let's be, let's be clear about this this is not a political issue but i'm i'm laying blame where it belongs and i'm giving people that wrote this thing the responsibility for the mess that they've created they got rid of preexisting conditions they put kids on to 26 those are all good things what they didn't do was figure out or have the courage to put penalties in place that were large enough that you would force the young people to come on the plans it legally everybody's supposed to have health insurance but the penalty is $695 so if you have a choice between 695 and 2500 hey scott they chose 695 Sure, absolutely. Like they, and they, you know,
0: they're paying everything out of pocket. You know, they'll go ahead and pay out of pocket when they can because they know
1: that they're not going to, you know, it doesn't matter to them. No. And they here's don't. the other problem that we have. The, 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 the open enrollment period was supposed to be the only time you could buy health insurance. So that's the way it was supposed to work. Unfortunately, that's not the way it worked. All right. Because people have been able to game the system after open enrollment closes. They've been able to come in and game the system and sign up for health insurance by making an exception to the rule. They move from one state to another. Here in Kansas City, where we have one street that divides Kansas and Missouri, you could, if you had a serious medical issue and you were renting an apartment in Kansas City, Kansas, you could move to Kansas City, Missouri and you'd qualify to go on health insurance as an exception to the rule. Okay? So, you know, you find out you've got cancer and you live in Kansas City, Kansas, you move across the state line to Kansas City, Missouri, guess what? You now qualify to go get a health insurance policy. So it's kind of like being able to insure your house for for loss by fire after the house catches on fire that's essentially what you're doing here so What's happened is the claims dollars going out are far greater than the amount of money coming in. So you've had United Healthcare lose 600 million, Aetna lose 300 million, Blue Cross of Kansas City, um, 48th largest carrier, not not one of the largest in the country but 48th largest, lost 113 million dollars over 3 years. The good news for the Kansas City market is Blue Cross, out of a sense of community responsibility, actually continued to offer very narrow plans, but they are offering plans on and off the exchange, both in Kansas and Missouri. But there are markets where there's only one plan available. There are markets where there are no plans available. So when I say a house of cards, when I say this thing is collapsing and in fact has collapsed, that's what I'm talking about. That's where we're at today. Um it needs to be fixed. It's going to get fixed. I'm going to talk about that uh, as, as when I come back here from the break in a few minutes. But we, it's a mess right now. And it's it's got to be repaired. It's got to be fixed. We were faced, unfortunately, with the, with the fact that perhaps next year, we wouldn't have Blue Cross and Blue Shield and some of the other carriers and other markets that have stayed in. There was serious talk about they were simply going to pull out and let the cards fall where they may. The good news is, with this election, that's not going to happen, because here is what's going to happen. Obamacare is going to be repealed and it's going to be replaced. That's what's going to happen. And and, and when I come back from the break, I'll talk about that. But I'm also going to talk about what you should be doing now and why. If there was ever a time to get signed up for your health insurance plan, it is now. Um, as we look forward to the close of this open enrollment period next year, what's going to happen um, after this new legislation passes? Um, if you've got a subsidy, if you're not enrolled, um, what are the options going to be? So. What I will say to you as we go out of this segment now, if you are considering health insurance, you don't have health insurance now, I strongly suggest before this open enrollment closes that you get a health insurance policy in place and you do it now. And I'll explain that later on in the broadcast. But in short, um, some of these opportunities may not be around after January 20th of this year after the inauguration. So we'll get into that when I come back from the break and I'll talk more about that, but the, the, the Key takeaway here is that if you if you need health insurance you haven't purchased health insurance I strongly suggest that you take a look at this now and get it done now um, before we get past January and the open enrollment period starts to close and um, we find out what's going to happen uh, when President-elect Trump takes office um, and one of the first things he's going to do as I understand it maybe even within a couple hours of the inauguration is sign a bill repealing. Obamacare, repealing Obamacare and replacing it. So we're going to talk about that when I come back from the break. If we can help you with health insurance, if you're one of those people that needs coverage and needs to get coverage in place, you can call 877 385 2224. That's 877 385 2224. There are operators standing by and they will help you uh, if you're looking for health insurance. And if you're an employer out there, and you've gotten hit with a big increase. I talked to a car dealer the other day that got a 19% increase and said to me, I just can't keep doing this. Um, there, And, you know, he had about 50 employees. There are options out there now that were not available three, four, five years ago, and they are level premium options. they are options for captive models like the Pareto Contrary and Re, where we have 267 companies, um, hugely successful, 97% retention. All of those things are available now. So if we can help you, feel free to call us or go to the website America America'sHealthcareAdvocate.com. America'sHealthcareAdvocate.com. I'll be right back after the break. When I do, I'm going to tell you what you can do and why you should do it um, with regard to open enrollment, ACA, and Obamacare. Stay tuned. I'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Oh, tell me, Welcome back, you're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate show broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HI radio network. You can find out more about us by going to our website, America's Healthcare Advocate.com. America's Healthcare com. There are a lot of blogs up there, lots of information up there. Um, you can also listen to this broadcast or tell folks you know if they want to hear about it. Uh, go up on TuneIn Radio or iTunes, it's all there, um, or SoundCloud. By the way, I have a special guest in studio with me today, my grandson Jonah is in studio. Say hello, Jonah. Hello. Jonah's here in studio with me today, learning how to do radio. So who knows, maybe someday he'll be sitting behind this microphone. All right, we're going to continue talking about what's happening with ACA, and here's some things you need to know. Number one, December 15th, if you don't get signed up by December 15th, you will not get a January 1 start date. And Scott, people seem to forget that and think, oh, you know, I can wait until January. You can, Mm -hmm. but you won't get a start date until March. That's
0: right. And and for those people that are um, have current policies that are not being renewed um, through the marketplace that end on 1231. You have to have coverage in place by December 15th in order to have a January 1st start. So those of you that got letters, you got to get it
1: in there, man. You got to get, get signed up today. Really important, people. Don't sit there and procrastinate because what Scott just said is key. You If you don't get your policy in place, that policy expires on 1231. If you don't get a policy in place and you wait until January, you will be without health insurance for that period of one, two, or three months, whatever it is, okay, until your new policy kicks in. So you don't want to do that. And there are a ton of people out there. If you had a United policy, an Aetna policy, a Coventry policy, a Humana policy, people all over the country got cancellation letters. If you don't get that done by 1215, you're out of luck. It's just that simple, okay? Yes, you can still get coverage after first of the year, but it's not going to go into effect till March. So A, you're going to get to pay part of the penalty. OK, right. For each. Thank you. For every person month. on the policy, That's you will right. pay a prorated penalty. And guess what? If somebody gets sick or has an accident while there's no coverage, it's on you. That's right. You pay we, the in full cost. You're, you're, you're out of luck. There's, there, there is no getting around this. So, you know, I strongly suggest people that December 15th is really you need to get this done by December 15th and not wait until the last minute. Although I know. Scott, oh, they do. The <laughs> <past>. <laughs> they do. And we are going to have a ton of people that will be calling us up, right up till Christmas Eve. OK, right. Wanting yeah. to get in. Yeah. I mean, we've got folks working over the weekends now, working till eight, nine, ten o'clock at night, doing these things and trying to get everybody in. But, um, you know, folks, you really need to take advantage of this and, and to get it done. Here, here's something else. OK, and I want to make this really clear uh, in this segment If you don't sign up for health insurance this year and if you have a subsidy coming, don't plan on seeing it after January 20th. And what I'm saying to you, and I'm going to go into this in a third segment is it's very strong possibility these subsidies are going to go away for new enrollees. Uh, And and so what I'm saying is that if you think you qualify for a subsidy and you want a subsidy and it's going to help pay for your health insurance, it's there now. If you don't take advantage of that, it's on you, because very likely after this election, after this inauguration on January 20th, there are going to be some significant changes with regard to Obamacare. It is going to be repealed and it is going to be replaced. I guarantee you, I've already seen the the two of the bills that are being considered for replacement, and I'll talk about those in a third what I'm trying to make you understand here is if if you even think that you, that you, you know, are, are, are going to skip getting health insurance this year, you're one of the millennials that haven't signed up or you're just somebody that hasn't bothered to do this. Um, if you think you're going to get a subsidy, you better do it now because those policies will more than likely be grandfathered in. But if you're not on there by the train, by the time this thing gets done on January 20th, that train will leave the station, Scott.
0: Mm. So are you, for those people that are getting tax credits
1: now and have already signed up, those are grandfathered in, they're good for the year, correct? What I'm understanding, and again, in the next segment, I'm going to talk about this in great detail, but my understanding is that that will be left alone, okay? And and I'll I'll go through all the details on what I know um, um, later in the broadcast here. But yes, that's what I'm trying to tell you. And understand something, um, those penalties are going to be in place, you know, aside from all of this, aside from the election and what stays and what doesn't, Day, you're up to 2.5% in your household um, in terms 2017, of 2017. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Seven, that, <laughs> well, think about it. So you make, you make 70, 80, 90, $100,000 a year, and you chose not to buy it, or you did something like Christian Metashare, which is not recognized as health insurance or one of these other plans, and you're going to get to pay the 2.5% penalty. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. It's, it's not $695 if, you, <laughs> if you're a family of four, and you're making $120,000, $130,000 a year, mom and dad together right. combined income, 2.5% of that now becomes your penalty. It would be just simpler just to have insurance. Yeah, well, you know, it's really interesting, because that's the other thing, Scott. Isn't it just kind of dumb? <laughs> yeah. Not, I mean, really, I mean, and I'm talking to you millennials out there now, okay? Isn't it just kind of dumb? I get it that the insurance costs more money, but what's it going to cost when, you know, this is tragic— But I just had a a client in Wisconsin, young family, young, young single guy, rather, um, uh, was in a horrific car accident. The, the the health insurance he's got a great health insurance plan on United Healthcare and thank God they've got it but we fully ex- expect to see um, claims in excess of three hundred thousand dollars wow oh, he had a, he he was almost killed in a front end collision wow so he I mean he's in the hospital he's not going to get out of the hospital for at least another month or two multiple surgeries but imagine if he had been one of those people that hadn't got health insurance yeah he then would what be, he'd be well, bankrupt. Yeah, he'd is be what bankrupt he'd be. and he'd be ruined, you know, going forward um, when he goes to apply for a job, when he tries to buy a house, anything that he does. And you're not just going to dismiss all this medical debt and bankruptcy court. That's right. 80% of the bankruptcies in this country are due to medical claims loss. people that don't have health insurance. So it's not smart. You might think it's smart because you're only paying $695 if you're a single millennial, and and that's your penalty, but it's not smart when you have that accident. And it doesn't have to be something as horrific as a car accident. Go out and break your leg in a softball game. Exactly. Fall off a ladder. Go to any emergency room. Thank you. Have an automobile accident that's not 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 critical, but an automobile accident, and see what your claims are going to be after you walk out of that ER, and it's fifty thousand, sixty thousand, seventy thousand um, dollars, and that's all on you. You know, so so once again, reiterate what's December 15th. That's your cutoff. You need to get this done by December 15th if you want to be in place by January 31st. Uh, excuse me, by January, January 1st. 1st. Right. And as Scott said, if you're one of those people that got a cancellation letter, your policy is over December 31st. If you wait to sign up until after December. Next year in 2017. Yes, you can still get on, but you're going to have a gap in there of no coverage and you're going to get to pay part of that penalty. And that's going to be that's going to hurt. It's just going to hurt. There's well, no doubt about y- it. Y- and here's the thing. Why would you run that risk? You know, would. you have health insurance now, right? So why would you run the risk of having that period of time with no coverage? And, you know, what is Murphy's Law? Yes, it Thank will you. happen. If it can't happen, it will happen, and that's at the most disadvantageous time you could possibly have. Absolutely, you know, we call it
0: like you said, getting hit by a bus. That's if it. you get hit by a bus, it's all on you if you don't have coverage. So yeah, you got
1: to have it in place. Yeah. So, so once again, December fifteenth puts it in place by January first, and that's really what you want to do. Um, you don't want to wait until after that. Yes, open enrollment goes longer than that; it goes to January thirty first. But um, and there will be no extension this year, people. You can un- you can bet on that. OK, President Obama is not going to extend this. And I can assure you that President-elect Trump will not insure. If we can help you, 877-385-2224. That's 877-385-2224. That is a toll free line or America's HealthCareAdvocate.com is the website. Go to the website. Send me an email. Call us if you need help. We'll be right back after the break with more. Jonah's going to stay in studio with us for the rest of the show, aren't you, Jonah? Yes. OK, good. All right. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA radio network. You can find out more about us by going to our website americashealthcareadvocate.com americashealthcareadvocate.com If you want to learn more about any of these group policies that we talk about on there, uh, if you're an employer and you want to learn more about the captives, go up there and send me an email. Um, you know, I talked about Pareto a minute ago. We have. I was just at the fall meeting. We have 267 companies in this captive. Um, the increases this year on average for the majority of the people in the captive ran between three and about nine to 10 percent. And and many many of my clients ran around five percent. It was really quite remarkable. Um, The the program has been a huge success. We're also working with the Berkeley captive, another captive that's worked exceptionally well. We just put a new client in that captive from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, So there are alternatives out there. This is interesting. On the Berkeley captive that we just did with the 50 Life Group, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, we were able to show them the possibility of a savings that was going to be in the neighborhood of $545,000 over a five-year period. Think about that. $545,000? Really? I mean, I mean... To save that much money in health insurance premiums, um, and that you know th- those were solid numbers run by the underwriters. So there's a lot of opportunity here. If you need help with this, if we can help you, um, once again eight seven seven three eight five twenty two twenty four. If you're an employer, an HR director, or just an owner of a small business, and you don't have to have fifty lives, you could have twenty lives, you can have thirty lives. There are different plans out there that work, and different captives. There are level premium plans out there, um, and and there are a lot of A a great just purely uh, self-funded plan so we can help you with any of that if you are an individual looking for health insurance you've got till 1215 that's what we told you okay uh, to get on before uh, the end of the year which is what you need to do Um, once again 877-385-2224 is the number 877-385-2224 if you're chronologically challenged and you need Medicare we can help you with your Medicare um, issues as well so we're happy to do that by the way um, We had this happen the other day when somebody came in the office and wanted us to um, walk them through Medicare. We ask them, uh, one of our uh, brokers asked them, well, then we'd like to you know, sit down, we'll do that, and we'll go through the policy. Oh, no, we have an appointment at the uh, at the carrier's office. And it was like, okay, why are you here to talk to us? Well, we want you to tell us what to do, then we're going to go sign up there. Then we pointed out to them that probably wasn't the smartest thing you could do, because if there was a claims issue, um, you're going to get to deal with the carrier. If we're your broker, we're your agent, um, you don't have to deal with that. We do it. And what does it cost you versus buying it from the carrier? Nothing. The price was exactly Exactly the same. But you have us as an advocate, and that's probably the biggest benefit you could have, especially when you have a claims issue. All right. Enough of all that. Let's talk about what's going to happen. Here's what I'm being told. Uh, and and this this part is, is, is so far is, is conjecture, but I'll tell you what I know. I'm being told that two hours after the inauguration, President Trump will then go in his office, in the Oval Office, and he will sign a bill that will repeal Obamacare and replace it. Now, is it all going to get whacked? And go away, you know, within an hour of the time he signs it. No, that's not the way it's going to work. Paul Ryan has got a large role in this. Um, You know, they've already passed the repeal and replacement of Obamacare in the House, I think, four times, Scott. It might be might be more than that. And 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 it passed in the Senate once, but it never obviously got anywhere because President Obama certainly wasn't going to sign Obamacare his signature legislation to be repealed or replaced. (laughs)
0: So basically what's going to happen is, is that after um, the
1: inauguration, he signs the bill, then it has to go back through, correct? No, they're going to, here's what they're going to do. This is what I'm being told. They're going to pass it in the house and pass it in the Senate before President before Trump takes office, right. and then because they've already done that, mm-hmm. they're, but they're not going to send it to the president's I desk gotcha. until the day of the inauguration. Gotcha. You may recall another president that did something like this. His name was Ronald Reagan. Okay, um, and there there seem to be some parallels here. So uh, I, I'm, I'm you know you may recall the hostages being released by the Iranians uh, during uh, the day of President Reagan's inauguration. So my, my point in telling you this is that's what I'm being told is going to happen. All right, so what are they going to do? Well, first of all, they're not going to take away the pre-existing clause that's going to stay in place. So pre-existing is not going to come back and be an issue for people buying individual health insurance. So you don't have to worry about that. Number two, they're not going to take away kids being on the policy till they're 26. You don't have to worry about that. What and. My understanding is, and I don't—I ha- haven't seen this confirmed, but my understanding is the subsidies will stay in place at least for a year. That so, if you're on an Obamacare policy, back to my comment in the last segment, get on now. The reason I'm telling you that is because after 2017, there's a very strong likelihood these subsidies are going away. They're going to be changed. They're going to be reduced. They're going to be completely different. They will be grandfathered in for the people uh, that, that get on them this year, and they may they may go much longer than tw- uh, one year. But what I'm being told is that this is the last year that they're going to accept new enrollees uh, with these subsidies, and that's what you need to know. So that's, that's important, and that's why I'm telling you to get signed up now. So what about all the rest of this? What about all the stuff that falls on the employers? What about the community rating? What about 50 plus? What about all these regs that are out there? Because aside from what the public sees on the individual side with the premium increases and all the rest of it, what's going to happen with all that, which has driven these prices through the roof, which has made small employers get hit with premium increases of 10, 20, 30, 37%. I've seen some, I've seen, I saw one that was 48% the other day. What's going to happen with all that? Well, first of all, community rating will go away. And I had lunch with a with an executive CEO of one of the major insurance companies uh, and was advised that, that that alone will reset the marketplace and allow carriers to be more competitive and get this thing back in line with reality, okay? So, community rating goes out the door. So, groups of less than 50 that have been the ones hit the hardest, this is going to give you price relief, and it's going to give relief to, uh, uh, to the carriers in order to price these things and make sense out of them, because are going to have a wider range that they can rate the policies. So we're going to see... Competition come back, and it's going to be much better in terms of small group. The 50 plus and requiring uh, employers to um, to purchase health insurance. I think that's going to go out the window. I think we're going to see that gone too. Uh, we're, we're going to go back to a marketplace where it's incentivized. Why do employers, you know, provide health insurance? And I'll tell you, you know, when all this came down, and we were hearing that employers were going to cancel insurance and move everybody over to the exchange. That didn't happen. And I'll tell you why it didn't happen. Because I did uh, seminars around the country with CEOs and CFOs and what, when we, at the end of the seminar, when we asked them how many of you will eliminate health insurance and move your people to uh, individual health insurance on the exchange, we had less than 1%. Yeah. And here's what they said. It, Number one, we have a moral obligation. Number two, if we want to attract and hold good people, we have to. We have to have health insurance in place. So that is the, that's that that's what drives the marketplace. It's going to continue to drive the marketplace. And the repeal and replacement of Obamacare is going to have a lot to do with that. So I think the regulations will be slashed. I think you're going to see ninety percent of the regs go out the window. This stuff's going to be over. Um, I think you're going to see. Um, <clears throat> The subsidies are going to be eliminated over a period of time. They're going to be. It's going to be structured a different way. It's either going to be structured to get people into health savings accounts. And why would they do that? Because they want you to become consumers of health care and not consumers of health insurance. One of the big problems with this whole layout of this thing was there was no incentive here for people to manage their health care. Why do we have a program like the Pareto Captive with 267 companies in it and 97% retention? Why do we have so much success there? Because the whole purpose of that program is to to get employers to manage health care, to incentivize their employees to stop smoking, gain get their weight under control, take care of their blood pressure, their cholesterol, manage their diabetes. When you do that, you drive down cost. So now that's being talked about as a national model. And I will tell you something else that I happen to know. I know there have been conferences held with CEOs of major insurance companies to get their input this time on how to restructure this thing. Because the last time what we had was a bunch of bureaucrats under Cassidy's Kathleen Sibelius who had no understanding of how health insurance, even though she was the commissioner of health insurance in Kansas, had very little, no understanding of how the market works or even cared to learn Okay, and, and wouldn't listen to any input that anybody had surrounded herself with a bunch of bureaucrats wrote these regulations and rules out and put all this stuff in place and it's been a nightmare and it hasn't worked and it's not going to work so I am excited about the repeal and replacement. I'll talk more about that when I come back from the break and give you more insight as to what i know will happen when i come back from the break we'll talk more about that and we'll talk more about how it's going to affect you directly if you need help with health insurance if we can help you with anything feel free to give us a call at 877-385-2224 that's our toll-free number there are operators standing by. They can help you with individual health insurance. They can help you with Medicare. And if you're an employer, we can offer you an array of options that you probably haven't seen. Um, we're not going to just stick a spreadsheet in front of your face and say, here are your choices. Um, we're going to explain the different options that are available to you uh, on the level premium side, the self-funded side, the captive side. Um, you know, if you've got 10 or more employees, you'd be surprised how many choices you might have out there that might make a lot of sense to you. So we come back from the break. I'll go back into... What I know, the rest of what I know about what's going to happen um, after January 20th with the repeal and replacement of Obamacare, you're listening to America's health care advocate broadcasting on the HIV radio network coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We're gonna be right back after the break with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIE Radio Network, you can find out more about us by going to our website, America's Healthcare Advocate.com, or you can go to TuneIn Radio or iTunes. Um broadcasts are up there, or SoundCloud. They're all up there. The podcasts are posted up there if you want to tell somebody about the show, if you want to tell somebody uh, to listen to it, or you like some of the ideas, that's all posted on those websites. You can also call 877-385-2224. That's 877-385-2224. Operators are standing by and they will take your calls. Our producer, the always perfect Mr. Scott Larson, I'm your host, Kerry Hall. This is your show, America, so we're talking to you about what's happening um, with Obamacare, what you can expect. So let's go back into ACA and the individual market. So one of the things that has happened is is the market has contracted and we've got, like in Kansas City, we've got Blue Cross and Blue Shield. That's it. I mean, we've got one policy from Coventry and one policy from Humana. I mean, it's a mess, all right? Uh, In other parts of the country, they have one carrier as well. In a lot of rural communities, they only have one policy. Not just one carrier, but one policy. So what's going to happen? I can tell you what I think is going to happen. I think the floodgate are going to open I think individual health insurance is going to explode and I've been doing this 17 years I started this agency with my wife, Lauren, and we started on the individual health insurance side. That's where we started. I didn't start out, you know, writing big groups. I started out writing individual health insurance, and we still do it to this day. We have over 3,000 individual clients on the books at our agency. I think this is going to explode. I think you're going to see competition come back into the marketplace. I think you're going to see carriers like Aetna, uh, Humana, Coventry, uh, united, uh, they're, they're gonna come back in the marketplace with lots of products and lots lots of offerings uh, for folks to get health insurance. Um look, the, the we have, the 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 medical underwriting is gone. We're we're gonna find ourselves, you know, we're we're not gonna see that come back. Pre-existing conditions are gone. Um, but what by throwing off community rating, by throwing off the the these these 80-20 rules where the carriers can only make 20 percent and I mean 20 percent, 80 percent of the money, has to go to claims and 20% is left for the carrier. What that does is that's what they pay their employees, their bricks and mortar, their their brokers, their agents. Everything they have to do has to come out of that. Well, that formula is not working. That's why, on top of the fact that you've got people not signing up, the majority of which are millennials. So if you change that, that whole formula, now the marketplace can come alive again and start to work. And you know what's gonna happen? Here's the other thing, Scott. Watch the millennials start signing oh, up. Oh, yeah. When the premiums come down. Sure. When you have plans, Blue Cross and Blue Shield had a plan in this city called Affordable. I remember was a that. Great policy. Yeah, yeah, It was a it was a, it was a it was a it had a higher deductible, right. a limited number of doctor visits, but it was perfect for people twenty one to sure. forty years of age that didn't need all kinds of whistles and bells. Right, okay? right. And it was called Affordable Blue for a reason. It was damned affordable. Sure. Okay, it was a great policy. Ron Rowe was the architect of the thing. It was, it was brilliant, okay, because it gave us an opportunity to sell health insurance to people at rates that were less than a third of what we're paying oh now, yeah. people you could buy a health insurance policy for under a hundred dollars oh yeah sure I mean you find <laughs> that's without that was, a subsidy and, no without <laughs> a subsidy and that was that was that was four years ago right, people right. that wasn't 20 years ago that was four years ago so I think that that the, the market will correct itself and it will do what. look if you doubt this look what's happened with the stock market like, remember, remember before the election. Oh, my God, Trump's going to be elected and the market's going to crash and the world's going to come to an end and buy gold. And I mean, the world it's going to be over, folks. And what's happened? Just the opposite. Just the market has exploded. OK, the market has exploded so I think the same thing is going to happen on the individual health insurance side. The, when you take the shackles off the carriers, you leave in place the common sense things. You, no more, no, no pre-existing. That's not going to come back. Kids on to 26. OK. And you let the, car- let the marketplace correct itself. You will see premiums come down and they'll drop like a rock. And you'll see millennials sign up because you're going to make it affordable. I mean, we, were, we, were, we, had, we had a lot of young people signing up before Obamacare. Oh, sure. Because they can afford to do it. That's and they're right. not stupid. Yeah. They knew that they needed health insurance. What's killing it now is when you tell somebody 21 years of age, they're going to pay three, $4,000 a year for health insurance. They're like, you're, you're taking a huge chunk out of my pay. T- I can't afford right, that. Right. it. Right, right. You know, and w- not only that, but I mean, people, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, etc., God, we've got health insurance premiums for individuals that are $1,700 a month. It's insanity Yeah, what's going on. It's complete insanity. This thing has not worked, people. It has not worked, all right? It is a house of cards. It was built badly. It wasn't planned out well. Uh, Miss Similius and her minions did not do a good job of implementing this. You remember when they opened up the website, what a mess that was? You had a Canadian company build a website. They did a horrible job. The thing was a nightmare to work with. It just now is to a point where it functions. You know, at least this year, we're not getting closed down every Right. I mean, last year, it was, we were getting hit hard. I mean, every time you tried to
0: log in, you were getting shut out. Yeah. And you, you would have to call, which is not a bad thing, but, you know, I don't
1: want to be but put on hold for 35, 45, 55 minutes. we never hits. had to do that. That's right. Yeah. If no, you let no, the carriers run the website, exactly, it'll work, okay? And it'll work like it's supposed to. So that, that's what I think is going to happen. You're going to see a giant change. It's going to be a change for the better. I think, you, I think what you're seeing with Trump is he's pragmatic. Um, he's not going to go crazy. He's going to do the things that make sense from a business standpoint. And you're going to see the business side of this thing start to dial in. I think as a, a businessman,
0: as a businessman, he knows what's going on. Yeah, he, he does. Can, and he can fix it. Yeah, I think he can fix
1: it. Well, he's also got a Republican House and Republican Senate. Right, and they're going to pass this stuff and they're going to get it done. And by the way, the Democrats will not be able to block this because they're going to use the budget process to send this through the Senate. And that's how it's going to work. And they've always got the nuclear option, which is they don't need 60 votes to pass it. They need a simple majority. Harry Reid did it. And I guarantee you, Mitch McConnell is going to do it. So that's what I think is going to happen. I'm extremely optimistic about what's going to happen with health insurance now. It's going to breathe life back in the marketplace. And we're going to see things get back to a place where they make sense for people, and we're going to keep because out of Obamacare has come, you know, into pre-existing kids on the 26th. There have been reforms that needed to be done. That that's a fact. But we are going to see a big difference. All right, folks. Now I leave you with this thought from Albert Einstein: The one who follows the crowd will get usually get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever been. Remember, my friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting on the HI radio network, coast to coast across the USA.
0: Goodbye, America. That's- sunshine
1: every day.